Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. And we are back. Welcome back for our number two of The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally, and it is mock draft time, Matt. Yeah. And as we talked we about, rules. we have rules here. We only get one trade in our mock draft today. We can make one. Okay. Uh, you mentioned, what's it, what would it cost for us to move up to the number one overall pick? Yeah, we ran out of time last hour, but we were talking about, you know, Different trades that were on ESPN and all that, and I ran and got a water, and I'm like, just hypothetical. What would it cost from twenty to one? I mean, you're talking probably with some of those other prices that we just talked about. Yeah. A lot, a lot. I mean, to move up from eight to one was, was three firsts and three seconds. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, at the water cooler, I'm sitting there going, if if that was something, Mr. Rooney comes to me and says, negotiate a deal for the first overall pick. All right, I call up the Bears. Let's go have dinner at you know St. Elmo's or whatever. All right, do I get your attention with twenty next year's first and T.J. Watt? All right, we can have a conversation then, Steelers. And they still might be like, and I want the first after that. I mean, or like, your next two second yeah, round picks throw too. Throwing Minka. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like it's that's the kind of stuff you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's still I might I might be even far off. Right. You go from one to twenty is a haul for that. Can't do it. Yeah, nah, right, right. I, I mean, just, a lot. You know, even when Kansas City made the move up, they went to ten. They went to ten. It's not for the first overall pick. Right, right. I mean, it's it doesn't happen much. I mean, even trying to think of like Julio Jones was they were like thirteen and three the Falcons, and they went to six. You know, and they gave up a ton. Yeah. I mean, that's not for one. They didn't go up to get Cam Newton at one. They got Julio at six, who was the second receiver on the off the board that year, even. You know, I mean, yeah. so it's almost undoable. Right. I mean I mean it's almost like here's the key to the, the facility. Yeah. You know, you, have right. to, you know, the Ricky Williams trade. We're gonna give you all yeah. of our draft picks the next three years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like if the Steelers offered them their entire draft this year, they'd laugh at you. Yeah. That doesn't even get you in the door. I mean, no. you can't even sit at the poker table. In Chicago sitting here with they got a the first pick and the ninth pick. Which is great. Then they don't pick again until 75. Because mm-hmm. they signed Sweat, or they traded yeah. for Sweat. Yeah. And they have 111, 123, 143. That's why, to me, making a deal I'm certainly listening. to move down yeah, yeah. and acquiring more picks. And then you look at next year's draft. They have the first, their first-round pick, two seconds, a third, a fourth, a fifth, and two sixths. So well, they again, got a lot I, next year. If I can add to that, I've already got a first and two seconds next year. One of those seconds is from the Bryce Young trade, right? Yeah. Okay. If I can get another first and another second next year, yeah. now I can rebuild my roster. Mm-hmm. Plus all the cap space. Plus and, all the cap yeah, space. And I get a lot of cheap. well yeah. lately. Yeah. And you take the chance on fields and you still you know, have options if he flops or you got two more him. years to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Or if and he's a bunch terrible of this picks. year. Yeah. Don't pick up the fifth-year option. Right. Use that cap space elsewhere and trade up. I'm interested. I'd certainly be interested. I always love those, the trading out of one scenarios. Okay. So we're ready to go here. Um, Example, though. The Bears would not have been better off sitting there and taking Bryce Young last year. No. You know what I mean? Like, they right. got 
it's working. That's why we're having this conversation. Right. They made such a good deal getting out of one last year. All right, we're starting to draft. We're okay. not, not trading up. Mm-mm. Okay. So, the picks ahead of us. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Marvin Harrison at three, Cooper DeGene at four. Wow. Uh, Brock Bowers at five, Malik Neighbors at six, Nate Wiggins at seven. Wow. Joe Alt at eight, Roma Dunzier at nine, uh, Fashanu at 10, Terry and Arnold at 11, Felici Fuaga at 12, Jaden Daniels falls to 13. Wow. Uh, Quinion Mitchell at 14, Byron Murphy at 15, Dallas Turner at 16, Kool-Aid McKinstry at 17, uh, J.C. Latham at 18, uh, Leitu at 19. A couple things. This time of year, there's everyone knows that there's like seasons in the NFL, and there's if you've been doing this long enough, you realize right around now, and especially next week when everyone's in the same city, that the quote draft nicks, the media guys, start to get a little more tuned into what going what's going yeah, on in NFL buildings. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they start hearing things, and the NFL teams have a firmer idea because they're all in there now building things, and you start to realize. Uh, the NFL is higher on these corners than we thought. Yeah, like, and that worries me from a Steelers perspective. Is there's four or five corners, depending what you think of Kool Aid, that you consider strongly at twenty. They may not be there. They may not be there. <laughs> they may. I used to think it was a slam dunk. They may not be there. Yeah. And DeGene could go five or six. Yeah. We have four trade offers. Okay. San Francisco's on the phone. Whoa. Their picks at thirty-one. The other teams on the phone: Kansas City at thirty-two. Washington, whose next pick is 36, and Jacksonville, whose next pick is 48. Wow. 48 would be a long way to go. That's a long way to fall. Uh, What's out there that we love? I mean, there's definitely some tackles. So the best. I think the corners yeah, are probably gone. Pretty much. Uh, Powers Johnson is yeah, there. Okay. Uh, Jerzon Newton, Brian Thomas, uh, Armarius Mims is still there. Fatanu is there. Graham Barton is there. Enos Rakestraw, Tyler Guyton. If we go to 31-32, we could keep our fingers crossed that Powers Johnson's there. Yeah. You know, and it's possible. But settle for Barton. Not that he's 100% going to be there, but that yeah. wouldn't be bad. There were two or three tackles of interest, right? Yeah. Guyton, Mims, Guyton Latham's and, gone. Guyton and Mims were the guys. They were yeah. the two. Okay. Um, and again, they might need to redshirt the entire Yeah, right, right, right. And you'd feel a lot more comfortable taking them at 31 than you would at 20 Yeah, for that. So here's the thing that people, like, Cam Hayward is not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. T.J. Watt is uh, not Watt's getting not any young. younger. Yeah, make it, I mean, like, the, your, your window guys. with those guys mm-hmm. is starting to, to, to dwindle here a little bit. Yeah. Before yeah. you have to start re- completely rebuilding your defense. Mm-hmm. So I want players that can play now. Yeah. I'm trying to think though. If you go all the way to 31, 32, I don't know enough about Rake Straw, but I'd be have some interest there. But the way the corners are flying off the board, I doubt he's still available. Yeah, Thomas won't be there. The, the receiver who I love, but that's kind of a luxury pick. I don't know if you can afford to go that far down. I don't. I the way this plays out, I don't want to go that far. Yeah, down. I mean, I think you take probably Powers Johnson. I take Powers Johnson there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, just... and one day when we do these, we should say. You know, like we did in the first hour. The Steelers did sign a center and a safety, you know, like, right, you know, make up a, a world where they, you know, a couple of the needs are filled. But the way we know right now. Well, we'll, you, know, we'll know in a couple of weeks. Exactly. Say, we don't even have to make it up. <laughs> I mean, that stuff's going to start happening yeah. real soon. 
think you take Powers Johnson. I think Powers Johnson is the pick. Maybe there'll be some interest in that second-round pick. Mm-hmm. And we do have a trade offer here for the second-round pick. The players who went just ahead of us, Roman Wilson at 47. Yeah, like him. Uh, Kamari Lassiter at 48. Mm. Xavier Worthy at 49. Edger and Cooper at 50. And Mike Sanistrill okay. Okay. at 51. They all would have been the mix. Yeah. So the top players available, Chop Robinson. Wow. Jonah Ellis, Jalen Polk, Javon Bullard, Jaden Hicks, Kyrie Jackson, Chris Jenkins, Jonathan Brooks, Kalen, uh, did I say Kalen Bullock? Uh, Kalen Bullock, Ricky Pearsaw, Yale tight end. <laughs> we'll figure out next week how to say that name. The tackle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. ask him at the combine. Okay. <laughs> pronounce your last name. I'm sure it'll be his first thing he answers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jalen McMillan, Christian Haynes, Junior Colson, Braylon Trice. We have, as I mentioned, one trade offer. Chop Robinson stands out as the best player, so I would think somebody would want to come up to get him. The Ravens, yeah, he's a perfect Raven. Are on the phone. They want. They're for, they have picks 62, 93, 131, 134, 164, and two forty eight. Don't forget how this works. Do they make us an offer first, or do they just say no? We have to make them an offer. Two and a three for so obviously fifty two would be in play. A three, well, that's that's sixty two and ninety three. There's a 81% chance that that gets accepted. So we could get perhaps more out of them. Can mm-hmm. we get a future Ravens pick out get of Get rid of our seventh while we're at it. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to give us a three. They might give us a four. I think I'd be in on that. There wasn't a name there that I had to have. That jumped out. That yeah, I, yeah. And a couple of them will still last till the end of the second round. I'm going to offer the try. So I've, I've offered... 52 and 238 for 62, 93, and their fourth round pick next year. I do that, even with the dreaded Ratbirds. They accepted. Okay. There we go. Let's resume draft here. Who did they move up to go get? I bet it's Chop. Probably. No, they came up to get Jonah Ellis. Another edge guy. I like Ellis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chop Robinson goes instead at 55 to the Browns. Nah, maybe you're playing against them one way or another. Yeah. Um, Okay. But now we got stuff. Now we got stuff. So let's okay. see what we can do here. Uh, Jaden Hicks, still available. Did it fit in great. Uh, Jonathan Brooks, Yale tight end. Christian Haynes, Junior Colson, Michael Pratt, Ruka Rojo, Devontez Walker, Blake Fisher, Johnny Wilson. All the corners got. I say I don't hear any corners. The corners got picked over pretty good. Let's see, see who is still uh, available at that position. You're looking at uh, Jerry and Jones, Cam Hart, uh, Chris Abrams, Drain, Andrew Phillips. I, I mean, I don't mind shopping. That's not awful. I don't mind shopping in that aisle, mm-hmm. but probably not in this round. Yeah, I mean, we don't. What are we about twenty picks away after this? Yeah, we have we have sixty two here. We got eighty four next. Probably be one of those corners available. Yeah, I mean, they weren't bad. There's four or five of them and there. If, I mean, I'm not going to lose a ton of sleep if they fall. Yeah. Um, Who stands out, though, is... To me, Hicks, Michael Pratt is available. I don't know if I want to go that route in this Yeah, it's more of a third-round neighborhood for me. Uh, Colson, Arorjo. Probably one of those three. Yeah. Hmm. I don't have a real strong preference. I don't think I'd go Colson. Okay. Um, But eh, they're all about the same. Aurorho to me is really attractive. Yeah. But it's the least need. 
but it gives you another second round defensive lineman, and boy, mm-hmm. he fits he fits the mold. He does, and with the bonus picks, I think that's the luxury item you can afford now. Yeah, just mold them and hey Cam, hang out with him a lot. You want to go that route? Yeah, I do. All right, we got two big guys. Okay, I can live with that. One on each side of the ball. Square those guys off in uh, one-on-ones. Yeah. We are up again here at pick 84. I think corner has to take precedence. Top players available. Jalen Wright, Cameron Kinchins, Spencer Rattler, Cedric Van Pran, Blake Corum, Marshawn Neeland, Tavondre Sweat, Cam Hart. I think you just take Hart. Yeah. Sione Vaki is there as well. Okay. Chris Abrams-Drain. Give me another... Six three corner. Yeah, have a, have a basketball team at that position. He's in the mix. Yeah, Cam Hart. It is. We get another pick here coming. Yeah, say so now we're now we can just kind of take best available almost. Cameron Kinchins, still there. All right. Spencer Rattler, Javon Solomon, but he's an edge. Michael Hall. We already got defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Andrew Phillips still there. Hmm. Okay. He might be able to play some slot for me. Yeah. Um, he's a lot different than what's his height and weight they've listed. I know it's not official, but uh, listed at six foot one eighty seven. Um, he actually did play two hundred twenty three snaps in the slot last year at Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, I mean, we didn't get a top two round corner, but if we took two in the third round, and even if one hits, you're happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind the idea of throwing a bunch at the fan and see what sticks. And they're different. They're different styles. Yeah. Styles. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's not bad. I would certainly be in the mix. Maris Liafu. Okay. Uh, Ray Davis, the running back from mm-hmm. Kentucky, is interesting. Guy. I like the player, yeah. Tommy Eichenberg, the linebacker out of uh, Ohio State. Does Rattler do anything for you? Um, I'm interested. Yeah. He's just tiny. He's little. He's yeah. small. Yeah. There's a lot of ability, but he's small. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with the Kentucky corner. Would you take him over Kitchens? Uh, or best linebacker available, or project tackle, the Texas tackle there, or any of those dudes? Yeah. Those, the receiver that stands uh, out? Jacob Cowling out of uh, Arizona is available. Okay. Uh, let's let's, we got to look at that position because I think after too much farther here, there's there's not much. The tackle you're talking about? At uh, wide receiver. Oh, wide receiver. Yeah, I would like to get a receiver. Um, Cowling is the best one available. Uh, Aeneas Smith out of Texas A&M. Javon Baker out of UCF. Cornelius I'm a fan Johnson. of his. Are you? Yeah. He was a Bama high recruit. Yeah, right. I think he's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I That would be my vote of the names we've heard so far. Really? Yeah, Javon I like Baker? Baker quite a bit. Downfield guy. Uh, he was quite good this past year. Yeah. We can take him. All right, let's do it. All right. Javon Baker it is. Now we're up here again. How oh, about that? Tyke Smith, the top player available. Okay. He would fill a need. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, you got uh, Justin Obo, uh, the edge rusher out of uh, Alabama, the mm. uh, Boykeby. Okay. Um, don't know much the about The other one, yeah. yeah. We don't need edge anyway. Uh, Braylon Allen, McKinley Jackson, Jordan Travis, Will Shipley. I've heard uh, a lot of mixed opinions on Jordan Travis. That I forget how it was described. I was listening. It was like, it's not always pretty, but the, it gets the job done. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's kind of unorthodox way of playing, and you could reel him in for a year. I mean, they were really good when they still had him. Yeah, I mean, really he was a good. difference maker. Yeah, and he's probably the end of 
if you're going to get a quarterback, it's probably now or never. A premium quarterback, yeah. yeah. I mean, one that could maybe be a starter right. someday or at least be a long-term two. Yeah. I mean, if you're going in with Tannehill and Pickett, I'd be really interested in somebody like him. Um, just looking here, there's really – I mean, we we filled center, mm-hmm. defensive D-line's tackle. Done. Corner's done. Corner. Well, it's not – we could do a we slot. Could, so, we could yeah. do another corner. Another um, D-back in general wouldn't be I mean, terrible. Tyke Smith's not – Yeah, yeah, he would play. You know, and then it comes down to do you take Tyke Smith or do you take the quarterback? That's about to say the exact same thing. He he plays plenty of slot though, right? Uh Tyke, I think he does, yeah. I think him and Bowler yeah, both have done played, quite a bit of slot. He played four hundred and thirty four snaps there last year. I think that's a move. You'd think he'd be a great special teamer right off the bat. Yeah. I'm fine with it. All right. And I think you're we have you're another pick next. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So now we can take the I quarterback. I think they quarterback now, right. Okay. I got all screwed up after the trade. Forgot that we have two in a row now. So we take Jordan Travis? Here? Yeah. Okay. We had extra picks. It's worth the risk, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one of the benefits of the trade down is that extra pick. You get the quarterback, and maybe he's a bust and he's out of the league in two years, but maybe he ends up being a starter in the last 10 maybe years. Maybe he's yeah, your right. backup for the next right, right. five Cheap years. Cheap backup yeah. goes a long way, too. Uh, okay, our last pick here at 198. Top players available, Hunter Norzad. Center from Penn State, Steel Chambers, linebacker from Ohio State. Ooh, did a little homework on him. He can fly. Yeah, I mean he's gonna he's gonna be a name at the combine. Everyone's talking about Eichenberg, but this guy's got some things to work out. But he's kind of that will linebacker coverage yeah. space dude. It's kind of what they need. Yeah, it's I mean, not bad. We, yeah, we didn't take a linebacker. We didn't take a linebacker. He'd be helping special teams immediately. Fly down on kickoffs. So he'd be in the mix for me. Yeah, JV and Cohen is still there. Uh, Frank a good Gore, player, yeah. Frank Gore Jr., uh, Tyron Hopper, the linebacker out of Missouri. Okay. Uh, Jace McClellan, the running halfback out of uh, Alabama. Um, I mean, running back kind of works, but I think I'd rather get a young defensive player. I'd rather. I think. I, I think Steel Chambers might be the. Yeah, pick. yeah. I, I no problem with that at all. Yeah. It, we might. I, I have a feeling he's going to test really well. Yeah, six one two thirty two. Um. Sure, he was highly recruited and you know had yeah. some athletic ability. Yeah, no, that fits in. All right, we can add another young linebacker to the mix with Steel Chambers and Steel to the Steelers. Steel, I'm gonna say it's perfect. Works Steely out Mc, well. Yeah, Steely McBeam will give him a big hug. All right, we're getting our grade here. Yeah, I don't care about the grades. Uh, Jackson Powers Johnson gets us an A minus. Yeah, cool. Uh, we did, of course, the trade. Uh, Rue Cororo, we got a C. Okay. Uh, Cam, I bet that changes after the combine. Yeah. Cam Hart, we got a B. Javon, That's kind of a need pick, yeah. yeah. Javon Baker was a D. Really? Uh, Tyke Smith was an A. Nice. Jordan Travis, a C plus. Steel Chambers, an A minus. Overall, we got a B plus grade. Okay. I mean, certainly helps special teams. Addressed a lot of needs. Hopefully, you we have really the addressed franchise center. All of our needs. I'd say, I mean, we kind of ran out of spots to go look for. Yeah. I mean, we got. We even got the quarterback. We got a quarterback. We got. If you look at the offensively, we get a center, wide receiver, quarterback. Yeah. And then defensively, we got a defensive, everything but an edge. defensive lineman, a cornerback, a safety, and a, a linebacker. linebacker. Yeah. Everything but an edge. Yeah. Yeah. Which That's is exactly really what, what you, you want. need. Right. You didn't need a tight end. You didn't need a running back. A tackle would have been nice. Would have been nice. Yeah, I mean, that would have been the thing that's yeah. of such as life, you know. Okay. That's not bad. All right. I'm gonna yeah. Save this image. Oh, we'll yeah, have, I forgot we're doing that. We'll have to go over which one we like the best at the end of the week. We'll do that on Friday. Friday we can trade. Friday we can trade like times, crazy. Right? We okay. can end up trading down 17 times. We didn't get a great offer in round one. 
We didn't. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. Usually there's three or four to pick from. I don't want to move down that far. Probably not. Especially like, the way the corners were falling. Yeah. You know the tackles aren't like, going to fall. And, you know, right. There were there were basically three guys that we would have taken, maybe mm-hmm. four that we would have taken. So I'm not moving farther down than 24. Yeah. Oh, we also end up with the Ravens pick next year. And we got a Ravens pick next yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. So every time we beat them, we get a better pick. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I bet if we would have picked a 31 or 32, because both Super Bowl teams offered us a deal, I think we'd ended up with, like, Graham Barton. Well, let's see who was available. Yeah, okay, point. okay. So if we'd have traded down, uh, Graham Barton went at 25. Just pretend Powers Johnson got picked. Yeah. Uh, the picks after ours, Jerzon Newton, Jared Versey, uh, Brian Thomas, Enos Rakestraw, Graham Barton, Troy Franklin, Peyton Wilson, Tyler Guyton at 28, Lab McConkey at 29, Mims went at 30. Mm. I was going to uh, say, whenever you mentioned Guyton and Mims not being there, if I was sitting there at 32 or 31, maybe I'd try to get to 27 yeah. you know, and give up less than we went to go backwards, of course. Tyler Newbin went at 31, and then Troy Fatanu at 32. Someone mocked Fatanu to the Steelers at 20 the other day, and I'm like, we're going to do that draft next. What's that? Ah, okay. <laughs> All right. I don't love that. A little teaser. 20, right? I don't right. either. We'll, t- we'll talk about that when we return. Who would you take in at 31? Um, Zach Frazier went at 35. Yeah, that would have been a consideration. So, yeah. Newbin would have been a consideration, I think, for me as well. I thought he was gone. Given what? Yeah, well, he went at 31. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wouldn't have been terrible. I mean. He could have been best available, yeah. I'm just looking here at the uh, TJ. we'd have had a lot more stuff if we went to 31. TJ Tampa was the next cornerback taken yeah, at 39. That's, that's Yeah, I'm not taking him that high. Um Maybe Darius Robinson. That'd be interesting. That'd be a yeah, consideration. Yeah. I mean, fit. we'd probably had an extra second and we'd have yeah. some more stuff. But okay, I don't feel terrible about missing it then. No, I don't either. Um, that was our second mock draft this week. We'll do our third with lots of trades on Friday. Everybody likes the trades. No, the trades are fun. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow, maybe or Friday, we might just get unrealistically insane with it. Oh know? yeah, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna have extra first round picks next year. Damn it! Oh stuff. yeah, we'll be loaded. Draft yeah, seventeen guys. Anyways, that's uh, let's take a break here. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll go over that mock draft cool. that Matt was just talking about right after this. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt referenced a uh, mock draft. Yeah, I didn't know who did it. We but... kind of gave away the, uh, the Steelers <laughs> I pick on. I guess sort of did. Uh, but it's Daniel Jeremiah's mm-hmm. mock draft 2.0. Again, and, we talked about an hour ago. This is the media is starting to catch up with some stuff coming out of buildings and things like this. Mocks change a lot right yeah. around combine time. But I didn't love who they had the Steelers. Take I didn't them. like it either. So if you didn't hear, pretend like you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> if you weren't paying attention. Uh, so he has Caleb Williams going number one mm-hmm. to the Bears. Uh, Drake May at two to Washington. The Patriots take Marvin Harrison at three. I get it. I mean, I think you and I have leaned that way towards. You could either. Try to get Fields. You could even sign Kirk Cousins. I mean, think how Jimmy much Jimmy Garoppolo, whoever. Yeah, you know? yeah. Or maybe you trade back up for McCarthy or take Penix yeah. or Knicks or whomever. I mean, there's other options and, because they're more than a quarterback away. Yeah, and they got the best player in the draft, probably. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to turn your nose up at him. Yeah, they need a couple of drafts to rebuild that mm-hmm. to a, a large degree. Yeah, he would go a long way to starting a passing game, going the right direction though. Uh, Arizona then takes Malik Neighbors. Yeah. Got it. At five, the Chargers take Joe Alt. I think that's more and more of a possibility, too. It's just such a Harbaugh thing to do. And it's funny because I knew 
I ruined it last segment because I was listening to Bucky and DJ's conversation, and they they you know they do a podcast based off the mock, and why he went with Alt here is to no shock the Harbaugh connection. The Chargers hired someone from the Ravens organization, I forget his name, to be the general manager. And DJ's like, I was with the Ravens when we drafted Jonathan Ogden in the first round, and he played guard for a year. You know, like, those people don't care. They're just going to take linemen, and they're going to run the ball, and Pimpkins could be the right tackle, and Alt can be a guard for the year, and then they'll move him to the right tackle or whatever. Like, it's a very Harbaugh Ravens thing to do. Yeah. Uh, at six, the Giants take Jaden Daniels. This is the problem. Mm, if yeah. you're if you're Arizona and the Chargers, yeah, um, if you can move and, down one and spot New England passes spot. on the quarterback, yeah, you're going to get the phone's going to be ringing. Phones will be ringing. Yeah, you know, especially the Vikes, Denver, those type of teams. The Falcons. Falcons. Is, if you don't want to go far, yeah. Uh, at seven, the Titans then take Fashanu. Okay. Yeah. At eight, their bum alt's gone. Probably. Yeah. You know. At eight, the Falcons take J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback out of Michigan. We did a mock the other day, and I put him there, too. I mean, I don't love McCarthy, but everyone's saying Combine's going to be great for him, blah, 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 blah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, we'd be happy about that if you're the Steelers. I At think. nine, the Bears then take Adunzier. Now you're real happy. Which is why, right. uh, you know, to me, it just makes sense to move down a, move down a couple mm-hmm. of spots. But even just think of how this went. You get Williams and Adunzier. You probably get a second for Fields, if not more. I mean, there's almost no wrong answer for the Bears. There isn't. <laughs> you know, again, the, I, the, the fact that the Dunesia falls as far is really nice. All those future firsts are... Oh, I know. I know. Wow. I love that kind of stuff, too. Uh, but I wouldn't love taking Jared Verfs there. No. Yeah, you know, or somebody like that, you know. The Jets then take Talisi Fuaga. Okay. I know DJ's very, very high on him. Yeah, he's good. Uh, I don't know if the Combine will do him a lot of favors, though, against Guyton, Mims... Latham. Well, you know. I know he, he'll probably end up putting up like 40 reps on the yeah, bench because he is right. ridiculously strong. Right. He also has some super long arms, which is good for that. Uh, the Vikings then take Dallas Turner. I think he'd be pretty happy with that. Denver takes verse. Okay. None of these edge rushers blow my skirt up, to yeah, be honest, but I also haven't studied them as much as other positions. At 13, the Raiders take Terry and Arnold. Sure. I mean, I've seen a lot of people talk about corner runs early. And hasn't happened yet. And keeps happening in our pro football mm-hmm. focus drafts. Uh, at 14, the Saints take J.C. Latham. That's a nice pickup. Ramchek's injury is worse than I thought. Yeah. At 15, the Colts take Nate Wiggins. Okay. That adds up. I mean, they drafted a bunch of corners, but none of them look like stars. At 16, Seattle. Colts are a weird spot for yeah. them. I think they could go like five different directions. The Seahawks take Byron Murphy, the defensive tackle okay. out of Texas. That's a Ravens type of move, you know. It could be their Matabuke type. At 17, the Jaguars take Quinion Mitchell, cornerback mm. out of Toledo. I don't think he'll be there at 20. No, I don't think he will either. Yeah. They're, they're the team. They could go for a cornerback. They could go for Jackson Powers Johnson. Yeah, they yeah. could go a lot of different ways that they could really kind of line up with what the Steelers might be looking yeah, at. Yeah, they may influence the Steelers pick quite a bit. At 18, the Bengals then take Brock Bowers. Wow. I mean... That's a luxury pick, but Burrow, Bowers, Chase, and Higgins doesn't solve their offense. They, they're a big hole at right tackle. Uh, huge, <laughs> boy. That's some firepower, though. At nineteen, the Rams take Jack and Jackson Powers Johnson. They just cut a center, and they the just other cut one, a center, guys. and the other one's a free agent. Yeah, that could absolutely happen. 
Uh, at 20, the Steelers take Troy Fatanu. And I don't like it. Why? Yeah, right. Why? He projects as a guard. Mm-hmm. Your guards are fine. Guards are fine. I, I, again, I listened to the podcast. They don't spend a ton of time on every pick, and he didn't really dig into this Well, here's one. what he says. Okay. Pittsburgh invests in its offensive line in round one for the second year in a row. Fatanu fits the physical identity the Steelers are looking to create. He can play anywhere on the line, but it would be fun to watch him line up next to 2023 first-round draft pick Broderick Jones. So All he's, that pro- he's projecting great. him at guard. I don't Again, like I, if you made that, then you're you're telling James Daniels you're playing center. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think I'd still put him at right tackle. I mean, if if you told me I have to take him at twenty, I don't know. It just doesn't add up to me. An O lineman adds up, but yeah. not him. I mean, if he's your best guy available, if you have a top twelve grade on him, yeah. I get it. But again, we talk like I, mean, I like the player. It's like Skoronsky last yeah. year. You know, I just don't. I just don't think it builds your line the way you want it to. At 21, the Dolphins take Leitu. They, have, they could go a lot of directions, yeah, too. the edge rusher at UCLA. Yeah. At 22, the Eagles take Enos Rakestraw. Okay. At 23, Houston takes Brian Thomas. Ooh, wow. I imagine him. <laughs> That's a pick you make when you're in that situation. Wow. At 24, the Cowboys take Tyler Guyton. Okay. I would have taken Guyton ahead of who DJ had him taken. Well, I guess somebody else I would have taken. Yeah, I'm, I know there's and more And he's the names. next pick. At 25, the Packers take Cooper DeGene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'd take DeGene over all the possible tackles, including Latham. Yeah. You know, as it stands today. Uh, at 26, the Buccaneers take a Donnie Mitchell, the wide yeah. receiver out of Texas. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a really good chance they lose Evans. It's all this lying season, but yeah, I'm sure it's from Evans' agent. But Evans and the Bucks are super far away, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, you know. At 27, Arizona takes Darius Robinson, the big mm, defensive tackle. Be a good fit for them out of uh, Missouri. Yeah. At 28, Buffalo takes Chop Robinson. Hey, none of the guys have really worked out. They yeah. could go a lot of directions too. Leonard Floyd's contract expiring. Yeah. You're not going to bring back Von Miller. One thing DJ did say on the podcast was Robinson, who went to the Cardinals, he really thinks is a surefire first round pick. Yeah. Yeah. Probably in the you know, to a playoff team, but at twenty nine, Detroit takes Zach Frazier. Wow. Well their guards are up. Yeah. I mean, they have one of the best centers in the league. I mean That doesn't wouldn't like I, 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 I don't see Frazier projecting to play guard in the NFL. I, I know he, he ever did, has. He did it. Yeah, he oh, did, did it he? at West Virginia for a year. I, I think it's maybe early in his career. Okay. Um, but he's not real tall. No, he's not. And you've got one of the. You've got maybe the best center in the league. Yeah, that's kind of like the Steelers' O line pick. It's like I see him going in that neighborhood. It just yeah. doesn't seem to fit the need and the makeup of the line. Right. Uh, then at thirty, the Ravens take Armarius Mims. I think he'd have gone. I would have taken him ahead of Fatano or whatever. Saying, yeah. And at thirty-one, San Francisco takes Graham Barton. That'd be a good fit for them. I mean, he'd fit, play somewhere on the interior. Yeah, yeah, immediately. And at thirty-two, Kansas City takes Troy Franklin, the wide receiver from Oregon. Yeah, I think a field stretcher's certainly in the mix there. Yeah, I mean, maybe he just wanted to get Fatanu in the top twenty somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Bowers because that doesn't fit. 
Bowers to the Bengals. It's like, I yeah. can't have him fall any further. I have to shove him in there somewhere. Like, Fatana would make more sense even in Cincinnati. Yes. Be a right tackle yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they could even use a center, too. Um, yeah, I don't love that pick at all. Um, I think Fatanu on DJ's top 50 is pretty darn high. Yeah. So it's probably what happened is he's looking at it like, I don't want this guy falling to 30. Right. You know? and, right. And he probably won't. I just don't think he fits here. No, I don't. And they do have the... And if you remember, Atlanta took Bergeron last year. I'm just thinking about Arthur Smith. And he was kind of that guy. Tackle at Syracuse. Yeah. Plugged him in a guard. And he was fine, but they don't need a guard. If you look at it, uh, they had, Lance Airline has his uh, grades up now. He, he gives mm. him a 6.41, which means he'll will become a good starter within two years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you look at the positives and negatives, uh, plays with lateral hustle to make uh, backside and play side zone blocks, works to center and uh, land with finesse pad uh, post contact, generates pass or push from the lower half and on down blocks and double teams. Uh, sets out to the rusher with good lateral quickness and knee bend, maintains active hands and feet to stay in front of the rusher and keeps his weight back to avoid being countered off balance and protection. Um, well, he's a good player. Weaknesses, longer opponents, gain extension and uh, ride him out of uh, block sustain. Run blocking technique eventually gets away from him. Uh, has issues with hand slippage due to inconsistent placement. Slow to fire his pass punch and rarely closes the rusher down with a hand latch and gets beaten inside when he's too eager to oversets to the edge. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, some of those are correctable stuff. But yeah. yeah, right. Uh, the, the length isn't. Yeah, the source uh, said he's co- he comes from a good program, and he's a hard-nosed player who can take coaching, love the makeup. I mean, again, I like that the, part, too. Is I like the player. True. I do, too. I watched him quite a bit. You know, they were on yeah. TV quite a bit, and it was like, oh, he's a really good prospect. Yeah. I just don't think for the steel. Like, I want him for the— the Dolphins that have multiple O line right. needs, or the Niners, you know, where you have one guy in place, and Tennessee, like Skaronsky last year, you know, like, yeah, we could do this or this. Like, I want a center or I want a tackle, right, <laughs> or both. You know, I don't want <laughs> those a, are more specific yeah. spots. I, I want a true center or I want a six six dude with condor arms. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, uh, that's what I'm in the mood for, or I'm not, or I'm living with what I got. Yeah, we're cornerback. Well, yeah, I'm just talking yeah. about O line needs. Yeah. And again, Gene would be, I'd gladly take him to one. Yeah, yeah, just put him um, in the mix somewhere. Take yeah, place. I mean, I you know, the, if <sighs> I think Gene would be my pick of the guys that went after him in the first round. Is he the guy who we're starting to see the most variance? Oh yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I mean, we just I, did a mock draft. He went fifth. He went fifth. <laughs> I, I've said this for a while. I fear that after the combine, he's first defense player off the board. Yeah, I mean, there's those nine offensive dudes. The, the Bowers, the two tackles, three receivers, three quarterbacks. But no one knows who the 10th guy is or the first defensive player is. There's room to that, – that's, that's there for the stealing. You know, yeah. he, he, it could be him. Yeah. Although it makes some sense, Harbaugh taking at five. Mm-hmm. A is big that ten, where he went? A Big Ten cornerback. Yeah. Oh, he's – it, that's somewhat of an advantage that he has. Yeah. He recruited all those dudes, played against all those dudes. Hopefully he doesn't use it as a as a crutch and say I'll just take the Michigan guy. Like, yeah, yeah. The year I was with the Browns, we've Butch, seen that work both ways. Yeah, Butch did the yeah. took it to the extreme. Is he? This is a true story. Like they were they left the day before the draft. I wasn't there yet, and everyone in the building thought they were taking Richard Seymour. He gets there the next morning, and they take Gerard Warren. 
because he recruited him heavily and he was from Florida and he knew the family and he felt more comfortable. He couldn't sleep at night, not, you know, with that. And that obviously didn't work out. Yeah. And if you look at those teams that I was a part of, so many dudes from the U, but they were the U. They were awesome players. Like they drafted Winslow right before I got there because they knew more of them. And even like they took uh, Green, the running back from Boston College. William Green, yeah. yeah. I couldn't remember his first name because they played against them in the Big East. Like, they didn't have anyone from Colorado or Washington or USC yeah. or, you know, from a, they, they were playing with a really short deck. Yeah. And that luckily I mean, the U is a good place to it, shop. It worked but, out for Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't work out all the time, though. Right, right, right. I mean, he happened to know Aikman super well. And you also don't get the Minnesota Vikings trading you half their draft. Sure, sure. You know, for personal I mean, Walker. to use from a short deck is crazy. But if Harbaugh has, does have certainly the knowledge of these dudes, a lot of them since they were 16 years old. Yeah. Which is helpful. Yeah. Let's get to another break. He is the Matt Williamson. That was uh, Daniel Jeremiah's uh, second go at a mock draft, by the way. Uh, I'm Dale Lally, and you're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. Steeler fans, gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, you can also visit online at shop.steelers.com. I assume that's a, what a lot of our, our listeners do. I would imagine. I and mean, we have so many listeners. We don't talk about this much. We have so many listeners from not in Pittsburgh, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, just from all over the country, all over the country. You know, more of our globe. listeners are from not in Pittsburgh than yeah, probably in true. Pittsburgh. Probably true. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. Um, absolutely. Uh, Steelers uh, on their website. It uh, looks like uh, Mike Sullivan, they've settled on uh, a title for Mike Sullivan. Oh, I didn't hear that. Okay. Senior offensive assistant. Good, good. I, I, hindsight's easy, but I thought last offseason, somebody like that should have been in the mix. And I think he's a perfect background, history with the team to be. That's a highly respected job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Knows, it's the, not, knows the personnel. Right. And he's not with the running backs every day or the receivers every day, but you oversee it all. You have the, the head coach and coordinator's ear in a big way, and you're kind of consigliere. You know, I mean, you, you know, it's a it's a important part. Yeah. So the the staff Good. is pretty much set at this point. Um, now a lot more guys on offense than defense. That's always the case, yeah. but still, it's not a gigantic staff by NFL standards, especially. No, but it's bigger but, right. now than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Two. Well, I'll, I'll just count assistants. One, two, three, four, five. That's not, that's ten, uh, and then. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Including special teams, Including right? special teams, yeah. Yeah, and 18 is with Tomlin, with Coach Tomlin. Right. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so crazy. I like, see some of these other teams that have like 30 guys on staff. Yeah, I, I I understand the value, you know, that, hey, you go do this little thing, you go deal with that, you develop, you know, the scout team guys for future years, but – Sometimes I just think it's too many cooks in the kitchen. I think it's overkill. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's overkill. Yeah. Especially, you know, and then I start seeing these guys like, well, this guy, you know, he was the passing game coordinator on third downs or third down passing game coordinator for the Rams. (laughs) What the hell is that? (laughs) What is that? And I always wonder, too, like on game day, does that cause confusion? You know, like. It's third and five. Who's in charge? You know, right. is it the passing game dude or the head coach or the offense coordinator, the quarterback coach? I mean, I know they lay it all out, but it can be a lot of people on the headsets in game day, too. Well, that's the thing that You're you right. don't want. You don't want too many cooks in the kitchen. And I yeah. wonder if, uh, and we'll find out more about this, maybe Omar Khan will spill the beans on it next week, or Mike Tomlin yeah. talks at the uh, 
at the owners' meetings. Both those things are right on the horizon. Yeah, huh? yeah. Um, you know, maybe part of Sullivan's job is being the guy who helps with replays. Oh, okay. That would be smart. Like, I, yeah, yeah. You know, that was when Terrell, Terrell Austin was the senior defensive assistant. Mm-hmm. He really didn't have a title. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. what he did. Oh, really? In, the, in okay. the box. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, they haven't been good at it. Uh, to be well, frank, they've been better than. Yeah, they went through a stretch where they weren't good at. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Tomlin, you know, missed on some. He, he bats around five hundred since then. Has he? Okay. Um, I never. Well, he never gets any right. That's not true. Yeah, it's, it's also it's, not as easy a job as you think. It I really is. I used to sit right next to the Browns guy when we were there, and times were different then. But he's watching the TV. He's watching the scoreboard. I mean, I'm sure you could do something with your phone or a tablet at some point. But and the thing is, you got to do it now when you're on the road. And on the road, it's difficult, too. You're not seeing it on the scoreboard, because if it's a close play and it goes against the home team, Why they show they're not showing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the, not the showing start, it. Starting yeah. and there's crowd noise and all that stuff. It's easier when you're sitting at home drinking beer. Yeah, than then you're there. hoping that they show a replay on TV before you have to get the play call in. Oh, 100%. Otherwise, right. the head coach has to make a bang-bang you know, call yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I bet the league in general is well under 50%. It's, it's under 50%. Yeah, yeah, that adds up. I mean, because there's probably a couple no-brainers. And there but are those some don't happen as much anymore. There are some, you know, that you're never like spot of the ball. Mm-hmm. Oh, in a pile, a pile is never getting beings. overturned. No, because they can't see the hash marks. They can't see like Mm-mm. it just doesn't get overturned. Yeah, the only time you see spot of the ball uh, overturned is if it's in the open field, and there's a hash mark close by. There's there's some kind of element on the field that yeah, they can yeah, judge yeah, it yeah, for, yeah. against, or it fumbles out of bounds and yeah. they didn't give it you know the, the right spot. Otherwise, it's not getting overturned. Like no, there are certain no, things ones that, that it's not even yeah. worth your time. Um, I wonder if that should be a coach or not. I mean, I've never given this much thought. I just know with the Browns, it was like an administrative scout type guy, you know, that didn't have a position coach to coach or whatever. Um, you know, Sullivan's going to be very involved with the play sequencing and yeah. boy, the left tackle's having a tough time or we're mashing them on the right side. I don't know. Well, I, the interesting thing, the, the dynamics going to be interesting is, is, you know, is Arthur Smith going to be on the field? Yeah. And Sullivan in the box or vice versa? I don't know if you know this answer. Do you know if Smith was on the field or in the box I with don't the know. Titans? I don't I mean, know. I'm a, obviously, as a head coach, he was. Yeah. So he's And maybe probably he's more comfortable both. on the field. I say maybe. I mean, that's yeah. what he's done for three years in a row. I don't know. That stuff's interesting, though. Yeah. It's, it's things that are going to be kind of sussed out here over the next. I bet him months. and Sullivan are in opposite spots. Yeah, they won't be on the same spot. That's yeah. kind of the, uh, that my point with from, that. Like outside. one will be upstairs, one will be downstairs. Mm hmm. Because uh, maybe your quarterback's coach wants to be on the field. You have to. You have to have somebody. Oh, sitting there going right next to your head. You know, right. Like O line coaches are always on the field. Yeah. They got their boys together and yeah. you know you get your hands on and get dirty with them. It's, one of the guys will be like that with the quarterback. Yeah. Probably the quarterback coach. Probably yeah, the quarterback coach and maybe Sullivan's upstairs. And, that adds up. Yeah, that adds up. Uh, I'm, I am glad that they brought back both interim coordinators. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because you know Kenny's going to be here. You're not, it indicates to me there won't be wholesale changes with the offense. Of course there'll be changes. There'll be major changes. But I bet you I think there's a better chance that you keep the run game intact as it yeah. is. Things like that, you know. And Stuff honestly, works. both guys did a good job with what, was, what they were throwing at them last year. Yeah, they had a tough thing to – tough road to hoe, and I thought they did quite well. Yeah, so – You know, they got um, a lot out of Rudolph. They got a lot yeah. out of the run game, you know, yeah. And maybe that uh, you know you look at that, and maybe Mason Rudolph looks at it and goes, "Wow, these guys." Yeah, that's more appealing to me to come back. Yeah, yeah. I think that's possible. So, no, good. The staff is in place. I'm glad Sullivan's returned. Good. Yep. Uh, anyways, that's gonna do it for the show today, Matt. 
One more show before we're on oh, I did, the road. I did hear that uh, I was listening to some NFL radio on the way here. Uh, it looks like Mike Williams is going to be the odd man out. Oh, really? With the Chargers. Okay. Curious what he gets on the open market with his injury history, but talent. I mean, okay. So that's pretty much a done deal, huh? Yeah. Okay. They still got to make, I, I would assume it's going to be Khalil Mack, but who knows? Could be multiple. I'm sure they're trying to get some trade offers yeah. for those guys, but they're, they're so too expensive. Much. The money's too much. Oh, it's brutal. Too much. Uh, but anyways, that's going to do it for our show today. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Justin Miller here on site, keeping us on the air, I am Dale Lolly, and we thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.